27, which says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. This is the God's Peculiar People podcast, and for our one of our first people we're talking about on the podcast officially is a missionary, David Brainerd. Now, I want to uh, mention real quick, if you are interested in learning more about missionaries, I have created a few missions videos that are on the God's Peculiar People uh, YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out. The link will be in the description. But we've got a couple videos there, um, one about uh, Joseph Nizema, one about uh, David Livingston, not Brainerd. I do have one coming about David Brainerd in the future. Uh, there's going to be one about Henry Martin, William Carey, and I believe Adoniram Judson. We're planning on making some more there in the future, so please head on over there. That's again the God's Peculiar People uh, YouTube channel. Link will be in the description. But now let's talk a little bit about David Brainerd. His was a short ministry among the Native American Indians in the New England area. This was not his original pursuit. Rather, he had intended to be a preacher, but circumstances surrounding his college days and the New Light movement closed that door to him. There's some great articles online if you want to read more about that. But it was not so much the life of David Brainerd that I want to focus on today as the impact that he had on people. There are many books written about his life, the most well-known and possibly most read being The Life and Diary of David Brainerd that was compiled by New England pastor Jonathan Edwards. This is the same Jonathan Edwards who preached the sermon, uh, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. It was in the home of Edwards that David Brainerd succumbed to the disease tuberculosis that had been plaguing him for years. It seems that Brainerd had written more journals, but that he had destroyed the ones from earlier years, and the ones that we are able to read uh, today are those that Edwards preserved that cover about the last uh, four, maybe five years of Brainerd's life. Jonathan Edwards had a high regard for this young missionary to the Indians, and it is easily discerned in his writing, but we want to consider why. Why did Brainerd have an impact, and who else did the young missionary affect with his life and writings? Though ministering in a church was closed to him by those at Yale College, the work of a missionary opened to him in the spring of 1742. He was licensed as the preacher of the gospel on July 29, 1742, by a Scottish missionary society to be their missionary to the Macon people in western Massachusetts. The name of that group is M-A-H-I-C-A-N. I'm not sure I pronounced that right, but we did the best we could. Brainerd struggled to learn the language of these people, and later that of those who lived in an area in Pennsylvania. So he worked with two, two main groups from 1742 until the uh, summer of 17... Um, until sometime in 1745, but it was in the uh, summer of 1745 that Brainerd was moved by the missionary group to New Jersey to preach to the Delaware Indians. And here, Brainerd began to see fruit for his labor, and in less than a year, 77 people chose to be baptized. On and off until he grew too weak to minister, it was to these people, the Delaware Indians, that Brainerd devoted his time and strength. 
By May of 1747, Brainerd's health had declined rapidly, and he went to reside in the home of Jonathan Edwards until he breathed his last on earth on October 9th, 1747. Brainerd, in the later years of his young life, was offered a pulpit to preach from and a church to minister in, but he refused to leave the work where God had used him. He is quoted as saying, I could have no freedom in the thought of any other circumstances or business in life. All my desire was the conversion of the heathen, and all my hope was in God. God does not suffer me to please or comfort myself with hopes of seeing friends, returning to my dear acquaintance, and enjoying worldly comforts. It was during Brainerd's last year at Yale that he began to show signs of the tuberculosis that would end his life prematurely. And while Brainerd did not live to a ripe old age, what time he did have in his earthly life was lived for his Savior. He was but 29 years old when he died, yet from those five final years, we can read of his struggles, joys, discouragement, suffering, and growth. We can see how God used this young man to share the good news of the gospel. Doing a quick internet search, there are many articles about David Brainerd. Reading just the first few articles, I noticed that names of missionaries and preachers began to appear in these articles. These were the names of those who were impacted and influenced by the short life of David Brainerd. Something to note is that while today it seems kind of commonplace to have the diaries of, of people at our, our disposal, we've seen the, the diaries of like Anne Frank were published and those of Jim Elliot. And the, but the practice of publishing people's diaries was not really that common in the time of David Brainerd in the 1700s there. It didn't really become a, a common practice until more than uh, more like the 19th century. So the fact that Jonathan Edwards took the time to edit Brainerd's journals and prepare them for publication, which would have been a great financial risk, seems to show that he believed that there was some importance in Brainerd's word that the people of the day needed to read. A quote from Wikipedia on this work, The Life and Diary of David Brainerd, says, The work was a major influence on the domestic and foreign missionary movement of the 18th and 19th centuries, and has been the most frequently reprinted book by Edwards. Looking, I, I believe that there were, uh, if I remember correctly, just in the, I forget the time span, but there have been at least 30 editions of David Brainerd's uh, diary printed, but I believe that was more within the time span of uh, even Jonathan Edwards' life. So, and still in print today, you can still find a copy and edition of it today. So it had been reprinted many, many times. Now, the diary had an impact on those who were his contemporaries, people like John Wesley and George Whitfield, and of course, Jonathan Edwards. These men whom history knows well and has recorded so much about, um, they were able to learn from David Brainerd. Uh, John Wesley is quoted as saying about the work, Let every preacher read carefully over the life of David Brainerd. Let us be followers of him as he was of Christ, in absolute self-devotion in total deadness to the world, and in fervent love to God and man. Brainerd's missionary career only spanned about five years, a little less than five years. But the little book that Jonathan Edwards created from his writings has made a significant contribution to the era of missions that has sent British and American missionaries to every part of the globe. 
Here are a few things that have been said by missionaries about David Brainerd. Uh, now, I want to give credit to whom credit is due. Some of the examples here are taken from an article I found online titled, David Brainerd, A Constant Stream by David B. Calhoun, I believe. Um, I'll add a link in the episode description to this article as well, so you can see more that was written about David Brainerd. But the first example is from 1769, in which John Newton, the writer of Amazing Grace, wrote, Next to the Word of God, I like these books best, which give an account of the lives and experiences of his people. No book of this kind has been more welcome to me than the life of Mr. Brainerd of New England. A Mr. Archibald Alexander said that a missionary spirit was enkindled in the New Side Presbyterian Church as a result of the publication of Brainerd's diary. As William Carey prepared to go to India, he said that Brainerd's life, the work, was almost a second Bible. And when Carey, Ward, and Marshman signed the historic agreement that laid down the principles of their missionary work, they agreed to look uh, to often look at Brainerd in the woods of America, pouring out his very soul before God for the perishing heathen, without whose salvation nothing could make him happy. Robert Murray McShane was deeply moved when he first read Brainerd's life in 1832, so almost, almost 100 years later at that point. He remarked that as a result of Brainerd's example, he was more set upon missionary enterprise than ever. And a few years later, McShane wrote in a letter, Ode to have Brainerd's heart, for perfect holiness. In a preface preface to an 1851 reprint of the life of David Brainerd, Horatius Bonner warned against taking Brainerd's life as a perfect life and points out some few defects, but goes on to hold up his life as a protest against the easy-minded religion of our day. If Brainerd's life, Bonner stated, is used to quicken our conscience and urge us forward in the same path of high attainment, we will find it an unspeakable blessing. Oswald J. Smith, a founder, founding pastor of the People's Church in Toronto, paid tribute to uh, Brainerd with these words. So greatly was I influenced by the life of David Brainerd in the early years of my ministry that I named my youngest son after him. When I was but 18 years of age, I found myself 3,000 miles from home, a missionary to the Indians. No wonder I love Brainerd. Brainerd it was who taught me to fast and pray. I learned that greater things could be wrought by daily contact with God than by preaching. When I feel myself growing cold, I turn to Brainerd, and he always warms my heart. No man ever had a greater passion for souls. To live holy for God was his one great aim and ambition. Just a few other people that uh, I quickly was able to find their names uh, that were inspired by Brainerd were Adoniram Judson, David Livingston, uh, Jim Elliott, Henry Martin, Archibald Alexander, Samuel Marston, Robert Morrison, Sheldon Jackson, Hudson Taylor, and many more, myself included. Now, it's easy to get our focus on one aspect of a, of a person's life. Like, David Brainerd was a missionary to the American Indians. And growing up, that's all I heard was that, oh, he was the, 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 the missionary, kind of like the first missionary, one of the first missionaries to the Native Americans. He was the first. And that's kind of what was focused on. But that's not all that he did. His life and dedication 
has impacted people for generations, and I believe it will continue to impact people into the future. And David Brainerd would, I imagine, be shocked at the praise heaped upon him for the past 275 years. Yet, he stands as, as an example to all of us that no matter how much life we have to give, no matter the issues, the struggles we may deal with, God can help us to share the gospel. Now, my challenge to you this week is to pray and consider what God wants you to do. What can you do, just starting this week, that will make an impact on eternity, like Bra- David Brainerd did? Perhaps you won't write a diary that people 275 years later are still reading, but there is something for sure you can do. The final words penned, as far as I can tell, in David Brainerd's diary were, May this blessed work prevail among the poor Indians here, as well as spread elsewhere, till their remotest tribes shall see the salvation of God. Amen. May we have the heart of David Brainerd that God's word would be would prevail here in those around us and to the remotest tribes around the world. Thank you for listening to the God's Peculiar People podcast. If you have any comments or thoughts about David Brainerd that you would like to share with me, please head over to Instagram. You can leave a comment on the most recent post or send me a DM. If you send me a really good DM, it might become a uh, a thought for a future podcast or it might be used as a listener review um, podcast in the future. If you wouldn't mind leaving a review on whichever podcasting platform you listen to this podcast on, that would help us out greatly. So thank you again for listening, and I will talk to you again next week on the God's Peculiar People podcast. For listening, and I will talk to you again next week on the God's Peculiar People podcast.